Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 1035, uh, 2023 was the year of uh, recreational marijuana. It passed the legislature and was signed by Governor Tim Walls. So uh, what's the latest? We still don't have a a full-time Office of Cannabis Management Director, and I'm wondering about local businesses that sell THC products and whether or not they're kind of in limbo. That's why we're talking to Stephen Brown today. He's owner of Nothing But Hemp. Uh, and he joins us now on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline. Stephen, thank you so much for the time today. So as a business owner who operates and sells THC products, your number one concern right now, uh, now that THC has been legalized for recreational use, are, do you feel confident that um, everything is moving smoothly, or do you have some concerns? Um, well, right right now, I don't feel confident about the um, the Office of Cannab- Cannabis Management. Uh, we are definitely. I don't believe we have a leader yet, um, so I think that's a that's a big issue. And um, I don't believe that we're going to be ready by 2025. I just don't see it. What? Oh, so what, what's holding? What's the biggest problem with that right now? What's what's the biggest uh, hurdle that uh, that? Is there right now? Well, we uh, we originally had a um, a director, and then she ended up uh, uh, resigning. Uh, uh, and you know, since then we've been in limbo. Um, you know, right now, um, you know, we're slowly transitioning our business to a recreational business. Um, but uh, there's really no guidance right now on what that looks like as a retailer. Um, so I think it's uh, it's it's very confusing for us. Um, for many business owners, the office is putting in laws in the place as they uh, as they go, but there's still uh, a lot of clarity that we need um, to give businesses directions. But Stephen, is that good or bad for business owners? Because I've been to shops, and of course I won't say where, but they are selling flour. Other ones are selling, you know, gummies with a high concentration, you know, more than five milligrams, I guess, which is legal. Uh, but so and I also find that when I ask the store owners, I'll engage in conversation. Well, how can you do this? How they say, well, the laws are gray. So it's sort of the Wild West and it, they're not breaking the law. So I'm not vilifying them, but they're saying the laws are still gray. So that means they can kind of sell whatever they want. So is that a good place to be if, if you're uh, a marijuana store? No, it's it's terrible. Actually, it's illegal for us to sell flour. Um, that is, you know, marijuana. And you're right. There are a lot of businesses selling marijuana right now, and we're staying compliant. But it's very difficult to compete in the environment where 
um, the cities aren't uh, prosecuting or going after the businesses that are not compliant. You know, there's there's uh, stores down the street from us that are selling, you know, uh, gummies that are over the amount of milligrams. They're selling, you know, marijuana that is, you know, uh, clearly illegal because you have to have a license. And so we want to be at least our company, we want to be on the up and up and make sure that we're compliant so that when licenses do come out, that um, we have the opportunity to be picked. Uh, the state says, you know, Charlene Briner is the interim director of the Office of Canada, Cannabis Management and that things are running smoothly, at least this is coming from the state, that while uh, she is in that position, would you say otherwise? I, I would say um, she's doing the best that she can with um, what, you know, what, what they're arming her with. Um, I, I think, the, you know, the industry is moving at a very fast pace. Um, they need uh, more enforcement agents uh, to actually enforce, and the cities need to um, also uh, have you know an enforcement piece as well. I mean, the fact that you know some of these stores are selling um, illegal marijuana right now—it's just ridiculous. It's it's un, it's it's unfair. You know, I'm all about legalization, federal legalization, um, but I do think that people should uh, follow the laws. Um, and Stephen, uh, do you have do you have any idea how many how many like dispensaries are out there that are actually selling that flower flower? I mean, it, I've heard about more than one. Certainly, over a thousand. Over a thousand. It's over a thousand. Wow, really? Easily, yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, We're talking with Stephen Brown, owner of Nothing But Hemp. So, Stephen, I hear, you know, you're an owner of of stores, an owner of a marijuana company and a hemp company. Um, What do you want? What kind of regulation do you need? What do you think would benefit uh, you guys as retailers and the people of Minnesota and maybe the state when it comes to tax revenue? Well, I've, I've personally spoke with, you know, there's there's some major issues. We're also a manufacturer. We're not just a, a retailer. And so on the manufacturing side, there's there's not a lot of regulation when it comes down to, like, having a food-safe operation. And so, you know, there's still people making these products in their own kitchen. And so, you know, I've personally reached out to Chris Silks, um, who's the medical director, and I asked, you know, why are you going after – businesses for not necessarily having scored products and you're not going after businesses and looking at to see if there's food safety in place on the manufacturing side, because that is the, one of the biggest risks. Uh, you have to look at edible manufacturing, just like a, um, any other, uh, uh, you know, kitchen or, um, uh, kitchen operator. It's, it's the same thing. You, you want to make sure they're, they're using the proper equipment. They're, they're washing their hands. They're using gloves, hair nets, and so on and so forth. And that's just not happening in our industry right now as a whole. There are some good actors out there, but there's a lot of people that are just, uh, you know, fly-by-night businesses that are, you know, cooking this, you know, gummies in their own kitchen. Which, that's a big problem. Which leads me to the question about enforcement and whether or not there's anybody from the state checking on these folks or, you know, going into stores and saying, hey, that's flour, you can't sell that yet. Uh, is that happening? No, I actually have an email directly to the director of of, of office of um, can, cannabis of uh, Chris Stokes and um, asking about you know why aren't you doing anything about the marijuana illegal marijuana being sold and she basically said well we're you know that that's up to the police officers not us and that's just a ridiculous response in my opinion. 
Stephen, uh, talk to us about nothing but hemp, because I get confused. Like, is hemp marijuana? Is hemp the CBD stuff? Well, what's the difference, and what does your business sell? Yeah, so hemp is cannabis sativa L, and um, and then uh, uh, marijuana is also cannabis sativa L. So they're both the same exact uh, plant. Um, and the... Um, the, the difference is, is that marijuana is any plant that is over 0.3% uh, THC, um, and uh, uh, hemp is under that percentage. And so a gummy, you know, like weighs about usually between four to five grams. You can actually max out a gummy between 15 to 20 milligrams of THC per gummy to be compliant and be considered hemp. Um, and so we are selling the same exact products that a marijuana dispensary would be selling. The only difference is that we don't sell flour because we don't have a marijuana license yet. So right now we're operating underneath a low dose edible law. And so we can only have um, uh, gummies that are at, you know, five milligrams per serving. Um, you can have a, a scored product up to 10 milligrams, um, but it has to be um, scored. So if you've ever seen what the does that, mean? that are out in the marketplace, so there has to be a line that, that, um, shows that this, you know, beverage it has two servings in it, or a gummy, or an edible has uh, multiple servings in it. Stephen, I just want to a texter sent in a text challenge you on something you said. This texter says that THCA hemp flour is legal, and that's what's being sold. Is that accurate? Um, th- no. So uh, Minnesota has a total THC law. And they adopted that quite some time. I actually had an opinion of counsel on this because we wanted to sell THCA flour. And um, uh, both of my attorneys said um, that is a, it's a big no. You can't do that in, in the state of Minnesota. Now, you can do that in Wisconsin. You can do that in Florida. But Minnesota adopted a total THC law. So that means that all THC has to be under 0.3%, period. So, Stephen, how many stores do you have? Do you have retail um, or just manufacturing? Yep. So we have uh, seven stores here in the Twin Cities, and then we also have uh, six stores in Florida. Okay, so despite all of this lack of regulation, it's basically a mess. Um, you guys making yeah. money? How are the stores doing? How's the business? The stores are doing great. You know, we're in 700 points of distribution, so we work with, like, you know, uh, top 10 liquors. We work with a lot of the uh, liquor stores as well. So it's been, it's been a, a, you know, a fantastic business for us. So what's the number one thing the state has to do uh, soon to give you confidence that uh, we're on a track to be ready for 2025? Um, you know, I think first they need to have a, a director in place. They need that would help. agents. Yeah. And then we need clarity on the law and what can be sold and what can't be sold because it's still very confusing for regulators and it's very confusing for hemp businesses. For example, the one that just contacted you and said THCA is legal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it gets very confusing. And I can understand uh, why that person believes that. But when you actually look at the 300-page bill, um, there's some language in there that talks about total THC. And so if you don't have, you know, a uh, legal counsel that you, you know, pretty much have on salary, it's very difficult to navigate this industry. I think you should be the new director, Stephen. <laughs> no, <laughs> stay away from that. No, stay away from right? It's be better to be on the retail side. You'll be making the money. Right. Now, let me ask you this. As a consumer, as someone who wants to play by the rules and says, you know, I'm sure there's some people out there saying, hey, this store sells flour, marijuana, you can go there and get it. But if somebody wants to, okay, I want to play by the rules, I want to, go and uh, give my money to good actors, good people who play by the rules. 
what what does one look for? Obviously, other than saying, "Well, my company's good." <laughs> what does what as a consumer? What do you want to look for when you when you go to the some of these things for consumers? They want to make sure that full panel testing is happening, and so um, it's 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 a certification of analysis, and they can look at a uh, a test and see if. Um, you know, they're testing for residual solvents, uh, if they're testing for potency. Um, it's totally legal for uh, consumers in Minnesota to purchase uh, uh, products that are over the limit of five milligrams. It's only illegal for the retailer to sell it um, when it's over that amount. I have a question. I have seen gummies with like 50 milligrams of THC in them. Is that even possible or is that a fake product? Um, it, that is possible. So, it, um, it, you could you could definitely put fifty milligrams in a gummy, and it might not be compliant on a 03 percent basis. But if the mold is large enough, you can easily push. You know, if you have a ten gram mold, you can push 50, 50 milligrams in a gummy. Yeah. Wow. Good. Good luck to you too. Bob, oh my god. No, thank you. That's why when I see these products, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, exactly. who is taking this? Who is eating this product? That I understand people cut them into quarters, or I, I get I get that. But boy, that is a that's a lot of pot. It is. It is. It's way too much, in my opinion. Uh, me too. <laughs> speaking, from, <laughs> speaking from someone who's well-versed. I'll stick, uh, I'll stick with 5 to 10 milligrams, and that's perfect for me. Stephen, thank you so much for the time today. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll probably uh, reach out to you again uh, as we uh, move through here and things change. All right. Thank you very much. You guys have a great day. Stephen, Thanks. Stephen Brown, owner of uh, Nothing But Hemp. Um, he raises good questions, too. It's like, And it happens a lot. We get excited. We pass a yeah. thing that most people want. I get that. And then it turns into just a bleep show. It's like, mm-hmm. and this one, again, it's the same that happened when they somehow, when the gummies were legal last year, when the, when those hemp gummies were legalized and nobody seemed to know about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was quick and under the radar yeah. and yeah. But I, I, you know, I also, there's those drinks now that they're selling in all the restaurants have these THC drinks now, but sometimes, and I've heard about this. I don't I don't really have use those a lot, but that there are they're kind of unregulated yeah. that sometimes you get, you know, like it says maybe five milligrams or two point five right. milligrams. Sometimes you get that. Sometimes you don't. That's, I, that's crazy to me. And that's the problem here. It's like, OK, and I know when. I, well, let's do, let's do this. Take a break. And we'll react. Yeah. Uh, t- Ten forty. Feel free to chime in, too, especially if you're someone who maybe has been into a store that you're seeing something like, whoa, I didn't know they could sell that or. Or some people who said, you know what, I'm, I want to partake in this. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, now that it's legal, I want to try it. 651-461-9226 will continue to react to our conversation next on CCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.